Welcome back, another new studio production. Tonight we continue our discussion with Stacy G. We dive into her humble beginnings, self-discovery, the inspiration behind her work. Enjoy. All right, so we're on episode two. This time it won't be a video, it's just straight audio. How was the week? It was a regular week. Tell us a little bit about uh, Stacy. What's the furthest memory you have of, I guess, realizing that you have the talent to I think, to draw? honestly, fifth grade. Fifth um, grade? Mm-hmm, because that's um, really fourth grade online. Fifth grade. Because that's when we started having, like, um, electives or what they called wheel, I guess back then oh, yes, yes, I do remember yeah that. in in elementary or at least when i was able to be a participant of it i don't know if it started like when you're in fifth grade or what but um we had wheel and we were able to pick um i guess electives we call them now electives or they call them electives now mm. art was one of them i was so excited about that the art teacher he was an older man probably in his 60s and the art teacher I want to say his name was Mr. Sweat. He taught us what still life was, which is you basically ordinary or, or not ordinary, regular day stuff that you see around. Um, like it could be this glass of wine with mm. that candy bar. And you're basically put those together a certain type of way and you draw well, it. That That's still like. disappeared quick. Yeah, it disappeared very quick. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Ruth disappeared really quick. My jokes, but go ahead. <laughs> This wrapper would still be considered still life just because it's part of your daily life stuff and it's there and you draw it. Well, he taught us what that was and um, he had put a bunch of ob- objects that were in the classroom together and he had all of us do our very best into um, drawing it and shading it. And, um, and he actually said that uh, whoever he thought was the best one that they could it would be um exhibited in the front office future yeah so it was it was kind of cool um you got picked well i didn't think i would get picked but he had asked me he he noticed my work and i was really really cool that we were we could draw as part of a subject he looked at me and he's like can i take this home i'd like to look at it and do a few little things you know Mm -hmm. And when he brought it back, he really didn't change much. He just shaded some of the parts to separate the objects a little bit. And he showed me what I needed to do when I finished it. He chose my artwork, and it's actually the one hanging right there. What? Yeah. You did that in <laughs> that, fifth, fifth grade? grade. <laughs> yes. Get out of here. No lie. No lie. It was the first time I felt acknowledged for something that I did that was good. Because <laughs> I really... In school, anyways. How, how long was this display? Um, I don't remember that. I don't remember, but he chose mine, and um, it was kind of cool. And I want to mm-hmm. say he chose other ones in different periods of the class or different um, classes mm-hmm. that he had. Because, yeah. obviously, I was in there with my other classmates that were in my classroom regularly. So I, I, don't, I don't believe that... I was the only one that dis- was displayed. That's the word I was trying to find earlier, not exhibited. Displayed, it was other people's artwork. It's just in our in our group or our class, mine was picked. So that was kind of cool. 
And I was super proud of it, and I'll always be proud of that, just because I think that was when I realized that I was good at something, or someone saw something in me. You were how old? Ten. That would put you ten? Yeah, wow, I was ten that's years old. Crazy. Mm-hmm. You had to know beforehand that you had some kind of talent, because well, that doesn't th- happen by accident. Well, the thing is that, <laughs> no, no, I get what you're saying. I totally get it. Um, but I remember drawing doodles on the back of my classwork and getting kind of in trouble for it. But maybe, I don't remember. Maybe that was ever. the first validation, maybe? Uh, yes. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I do remember doodling on the back of my sheets and kind of getting in trouble for that. That That's what I was doing instead of actually working. Mm-hmm. And I would have I would get in trouble for that. But I don't remember looking at my artwork and saying, man, that's really good. If anything, I remember looking that's at... That's the thing. I think you were born... It's what you call natural talent, that you don't know how good you are until somebody else validates it yeah, for you. Or yeah. you start... You get a reference and... Yeah. I remember there was Luckily, this I one, wasn't sitting next to you because imagine... No. <laughs> I do remember this number. one other kid. Um, and but, and yeah. I'm going to say his name because I remember his name so specifically yeah, ahead, yeah. because he was the only person that share that kind of saw the potential that i had mm-hmm. i guess um and he really wasn't my friend we he, he actually told me he wanted to be an architect mm-hmm. and at the time i really didn't know what that meant and he explained it to me that he wanted to draw buildings so that they could build them later yeah. and um he was very precise like he had a ruler and all that and right. so that was kind of cool yeah. Yeah. um and his name was um sean harris Mm-hmm. And the reason why I remember it is because he was part of like the it crowd, um, yeah. and and so some we for whatever reason he sat down with me, and it wasn't a flirtatious thing. It really wasn't because I was such an awkward kid. I was that's why it was, I remember him because I'm like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. Sean Harris is sitting with me on the bus, like, and it wasn't something like, oh my god, he's so cute. It wasn't that. It was just <laughs> he was kind of a nerd, but he was part of that popular crowd and so for him to sit beside me and then him to say this is so awkward to even say out loud oh my gosh i don't think i've ever shared this story before no the (laughs) thing is that i remember him telling me like oh we should we should get together and just draw stuff you know and then me here thinking like oh my gosh like he's this popular kid wants to you know draw stuff with me and like I said, it was, I never, because I had boy crushes all the time, and it wasn't like that with him. It was just more like, wow, I can't believe something that I'm doing, you know, is being acknowledged, or I don't think I even grasped it in that sense. It was just like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's popular, and he's talking to me because of something that I did. And so I remember saying, yeah, we can draw stuff, and then we can sell them for like 25 cents. And then he just looked at me like, yeah, no. And he, you know I, don't remember, I don't remember ever talking to him anymore about that. We never like drew together anymore. So obviously my awkwardness and my like way too like happy, like, oh, yeah, let me, let me, yes, you know. I, and I always did that. I remember I just always did that. Yeah. <laughs> I was super awkward kid. But that was kind of cool. That was the only thing, the only time in in elementary that I can think that was kind of um, cool for that one moment, I guess. Oh my God, what was what I was thinking? No, no, that, yeah, we can sell them for 25 cents. Like, that's not at all what he was wanting. I was just thinking, oh, you know, let's make a business out of this. Like, I'm not even a business person now. Like, even, I, I think I was just trying to sound cool. And he just, I guess, his demeanor and his exp- on the face, uh, his facial expression was just like, yeah, she's she needs Jesus. Like it was so embarrassing because I felt so dumb after I said it. That I do remember. I love yeah. seeing you this way. 
No, that was that was that. That, that Thompson Bay, that Butte at ten years old. That's crazy. I could, I was barely learning how to speak English. <laughs> oh, baby. Honestly, but I, I, I at ten years old, that would put me what fourth grade, fifth grade. No, I was in fifth grade, so maybe you were like in third, second maybe or third kindergarten or something. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> get over yourself. <laughs> And I think when I brought that home, dad was really proud, the drawing stuff. And then I would show him what I would draw. And then he started really showing me that he drew, he knew how to draw. And I didn't really know that. But um, it was cool to, even now looking back, like to know that that we had that shared, um, shared talent passion. or gift. Yeah. You know, passion. he loves sketching. And then I remember him sketching me, my profile. Like I was like a, like a portrait, like I was sitting there in a chair and he just told me to sit up straight and, and to, and he did my profile and Stephanie decided um, she was gonna make it better, I don't know, and she drew over it and messed it up and I cried like a baby. Cause it was a drawing that my dad did. Not only of me, yeah, <laughs> of me. I'm sure. No, I've told Wait, her this story. I've told so to many people. Yeah, I've told so many people this story cool. in my in We're my cool, in my immediate family, like <laughs> mom, and they just laugh about it, and so do I. I mean, I was super upset with her then, but I don't. It's not something that I, I don't hold it against her, but it's something I'll never forget. I told him not too long ago that I wanted him to draw another um, picture of me so I can have, you know, yeah. so. I mean, I look. I can tell I was, your, your daddy loves you. Yeah, yeah, he loves us very I much. I think you're the best. You hear that, Stephanie? Sally? Ah, I'm just joking. Babe, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I think I was in sixth grade when Dad drew that picture of me, though. Yeah. I was 11. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can't help but think that there's there's has to be some maybe third grade, first, second grade that. You, you had to show some kind of I sign. I don't know, because my dad recently gave me a folder that he had in his cuartito for the longest time. I'm not going to say recently. I would say probably when we moved back here, back here to my mama, mm -hmm. he gave me a folder that he had in his cuartito, and it was my folder of, of work. And then in one of them, or and even in the on the folder, drawings that I did, and I'm like, dang, that's... <laughs> I think it was in kindergarten. It's a folder from kindergarten. You're like, that's quite disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's a girl, <laughs> but the arms are so, like, curving up. I don't know. It's a weird drawing. It's not a weird drawing, but I'm like, yeah, that did what, not start. What grade? I was probably in kindergarten. Babe, that's good stuff. That's <laughs> great know. stuff. See, you see, your dad, your dad knew. That's that's what I'm no, talking about. No, I, like, I mean, like, I don't know. Now that we're, we're parents to little ones. And, Teeny, and tiny ones. Mm -hmm. I can tell Scarlett. She's yeah. gonna be an artist. Yeah, yeah. She's gonna oh, pick yeah. up. You pick up where you. Yeah, and she reminds me a lot of how Stephanie um, draws and how p she paints very vivid, bright colors and just has a way of putting things on a canvas and her, just her use of color. That even though these drawings don't, I can't even tell what they are, but the fact that she's drawing shapes and then using different colors and not overlapping on top of them. To me, that that's, that's well. There's like, one that she, she did showing, not too long ago. That I'm, I'm collecting her artwork. Yeah, I, I, I have Yeah, I have. there's one that I actually ah, want to frame. I'm doing the same thing your dad did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just realized it. <laughs> there's one that that I have here in, in my my little sanctuary that mm -hmm. I want to buy a frame for because I just think the way she did it was almost brilliant. Yeah. How she did all the colors, and I'll show you. I think I showed you, but I um definitely want to put that one in a frame. I love the colors. She used almost every color on her palette. I, I love, love it. I love walking 
kind of glancing into her room and she's just painting. Yeah, yeah. She won't even acknowledge yeah. me, but I just walk in and just, I, oh my God, that's Yeah, just she's definitely going to have, um, that's going to be something that she and loves. And if she does, she's just that like, and oh, dancing. Oh, hey, that. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's yeah. all she's saying. She'll keep on going. That's Stacy Jr. No, that's, then, that's cool you know, what she and, does. And she also can sing. Yeah. You can tell. Sing. She's going to sing. Louis, not so much. <laughs> Igual que yo. But I think he has the chops. The drums. The drums? The, the drums that you heard today, mm -hmm. that was him. What? We were in there. Yeah. No way. Yeah, he, that was him. I thought that was you. No, I was messing with the lights. <laughs> He's Aww, like, Daddy, my, handsome. my drums. I'm like, okay, go ahead, buddy. Have a way. I bet you were so proud. Yeah, I just had to tell him, Papi, we're in here, Papi. We, we can't hit it too hard he was hitting the snare really hard like just oh the he, snare hit it, but but kinda, he likes the snare or what he loves the snare yeah oh and i just hit it just just take it easy man we're here we're gonna blow our eardrums up so he said okay like this daddy like this and like yeah but i'm like that I'm like that yeah i think right now would probably be the best time to have Expose him start him. yeah because Expose if him. he's listening to your directions then that's mm -hmm. really good then so he he'll really it. grasp what you're trying to tell him he's using the right and left not just right 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 that's awesome. He's using left, left, left. Oh, left, my handsome. Yeah. So he's definitely going to have the chops. Chief Lau. So I think Scarlett's <laughs> going to play guitar as well. Oh, yeah. She wants to play the guitar. How about your mom? When did your mom discover it? You know what? I honestly want to say that my mom probably discovered it way more than even I did. Because I will say that when we were younger, she used to always let me go to the coloring book se section and Kmart, when Kmart was there in Ruskin. What is this? What age? Oh, babe. I, oh, my God. Oh my the gosh. Kmart and, and Yeah, I was Ruskin. young. I, I, so can, I can there. remember going there um, or wanting coloring books and her letting us be there with, you know, we would all have to be together with Sally um, in the coloring book section. Super young. I would mm -hmm. say maybe as soon as I started school. and But mom always had like those paint paint the rainbow or paint by color where the the coloring books or the books would be already painted but they were blank and you just have to use water and a brush there were there were barbie kinds um there was rainbow bright there was all kinds even transformers i remember that being a big deal gi joe for every christmas at least she bought us one huge giant coloring book each that we could use or just for all of us to to color so mom definitely saw that we were occupied where at least maybe she only saw that i would stay occupied on it and that's what kept me busy long enough because mm -hmm. i was a hot mess but i would say mom's probably the one who saw that i was definitely I, I don't remember hearing her telling me like oh that looks good but um having four of us girls working full-time all the time Did even mom work up to three jobs yeah point? up to three jobs um, at, at a time even looking back now um but it, I don't remember hearing it. But then again, I, I, I had a selective hearing. I only heard what I wanted to hear. So mm -hmm. she probably did, and I never even paid attention enough for it. You did um, an awesome job, Sarah. I know yeah. you're listening. <laughs> you know, odd enough, um, my very earliest memory, I couldn't have been, I had to have been maybe, I don't know when I started walking. Mm -hmm. But I remember when I was, my earliest memory was, crawling towards Sally, and Sally had to have been like maybe Scarlett's age, maybe Mijo's age, and she had this like three-tiered or four-tiered um, Crayola like- I remember yes. those, I remember the ones that they opened like yes, this. Yes, and she had, and, and she, she, I remember it's looking like a, a cake, 
you know, back then, obviously, I didn't know what a cake looked like. But yeah. I remember remembering that it, it looked like a cake. It was three-tiered or four-tiered. And then the crowns were all around it. And I remember crawling to Sally. And I remember then Sally kind of getting a little bit, like, upset because I was mm-hmm. going near her stuff, probably. Yeah. And then mom telling her, then put it away. And then she kind of walked away from me. And I, I remember her sitting on the steps. I don't know if it was to go to the porch, the covered porch at the time, maybe it was, or out right outside. And I went, I went to crawl beside her. But my earliest memory, honestly, as uh, of that moment, be... I, I, I definitely was crawling. I don't remember walking to her. So that's my earliest memory. And I remembered that. And I always thought, oh, you know, like, well, I, see, my no, earliest I'm, I'm, memory is Sally. But now looking back, it was those crowns that I wanted to touch. I'm not going to mention. So funny. I'm not going to mention that story to Suera. I'm just going to ask her, when do you remember Stacy walked? And that, oh, should, okay. that should put us right at the... How, how old I yeah, was, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I was I, crawling. I, yeah, so yeah. that's my earliest memory. And it was trying to get those crowns, obviously, mm-hmm. because Sally was... I remember Sally kind of moving it away, like, mm-hmm. to not touch it. And then she got in trouble for, I guess, being rude or mean or I don't know. And <laughs> so my mom, I guess, told her to put it away. I mean, I don't remember her getting mm-hmm. upset. Um, at her, it was just more like, then put them away if you mm-hmm. don't want her to touch it or something. So it's just cool that now looking back at that memory that I've explained that I've let mom know about, and I think I've even shared with Sally more recently, that I just remembered now it's those crowns I was yeah. after. So I guess I've always loved crowns, colors. And I remember, you know how when you see a, a supposedly... Um, a shooting star outside and then you wish upon it or whatever or you see a bright star well me yeah. being like all la la land all the time that was my always wish was to get markers and crowns and coloring books that was the first thing those were the first things and then when i got older those were still the same things that i wanted but then i would be like oh if i could find my true love <laughs> this and that but well, that, definitely lucky for you if you found your true love and today you got some crowns and markers <laughs> right, right? <laughs> okay my mom, I don't know. This is what mom tells me. I don't know if I should believe it or not. But mm-hmm. um, she used to tell me that I, I literally was the one who would move around in her belly, and I would hit her often. I remember she did and say that, that. Yeah, she told me that she knew that I was going to be a drummer. Um, <laughs> she did t- tell me that story. She, she did? told me that. Mm-hmm. Well, I knew, and well, I knew of it because you've mentioned that to me before. She told too, me yeah. like literally I. Like, I was born with a bang, I guess. What I was, the? I was, I kept banging in her stuff. Interesting. <laughs> um, and then, uh, but anyways, the story about the crowns. The, the reason, the, the story about the crowns, I can relate to it so much because when I was in, the first time I I seen one of those was at school, mm-hmm. and then I remember um, just seeing a bunch of browns and a bunch of yellows and a bunch of things, and then they would tell me get the get the brown one because I always had trouble separating browns red maroons mm-hmm. and i would get a bunch of browns 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 brown they were all browns to me like hey here's, here's a brown here's a brown here's a brown, mm-hmm. brown. like no that's a red that's a red no that's a maroon no that's a and like i don't know they're all brown to me bum, 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 bum. And, I was, and i'm over here you know separate or or they're asking me because they will never let me draw for obvious reasons why i was i, I couldn't draw <laughs> that doesn't matter i would just do stick figures and, and stuff so I was the, uh, I guess, the pass along guy, I guess. Give me a brown. Aww. I got boom. Give me a blue. Boom. <laughs> Give me a red. I got boom. <laughs> so I was in charge of that. That's what I did. And, and So what, that's how you remember that, that 
the that's three how I remember. I remember opening it. It's almost like a closet, like this. Mm -hmm. And it was round, and there was a bunch of colors around. Mm -hmm. and then, I just uh, thought that was the coolest thing. Yeah, and like to me, they were all just certain colors, just different fades. Well, that was my earliest memory, and it's funny that now looking, now talking about like the art stuff, and mm -hmm. um, that that realizing that what I was after in that memory that I have is the Crayolas. So I'm going to ask you a series of questions here and just kind of let me know. Okay. Uh, what do you consider your artistical background? I would say my love for art in the background, I guess, was formed probably mostly from like the Lowrider Art Magazine. I can see that in some of your drawings. That, yeah. Sure. Yeah. When I was really into Elida y Avante, one of her albums had a bunch of really cool songs that I loved. And then following al albums too and i did a lot of artwork based on the titles of those songs and what i remember what the songs would do luna yena um i actually didn't ever do one for luna yena i did one it's one of my favorites the, one of them that i did was like this girl looking kind of sneaky and she has like um she's like the puppeteer and and it's like this stick figure kind of wilted and she's kind mm -hmm. of looking slimy it's more like a cartoon and it she's got the I don't even know what I was I think it was in high school and it's it's the song solo quiero jugar mm -hmm. and that's what I you know basically what the song is saying mm -hmm. is basically you know she just wants to play around she's, yeah she's, and then there's okay. one called Cien Años it's an old oh, old yeah. song oh, yes. um, by Pedro Infante well, I don't know if it's by Pedro Infante I know he sang it then the first time I heard it was from Selena and I made um, a drawing of that, and that was more like kind of the background of like lowrider art magazine style. A, that yeah. I mean, you know the girls, you know the curvaceous girls, and then mm -hmm. the Aztec, you like know, you? and and oh my god! <laughs> From there, I would say I started um, according to this book, Song of the Pearl. Yes. The. I think that's really the way they described oh, yeah. some of the scenes were so beautiful, where I could actually feel like I was touching it, or I was actually there and saw it. And I started painting things like that, like the sky colors blending like ribbons that just flowed, you know. And I did a lot of that in high school I'm with a lot of one of your work. And uh, yeah, and work, yeah. and just very soft and just like um, landscape things. Then from there, I started, yeah, kind of abstract because they kind of like represented something but didn't look like that specific thing, and but almost telling a story in each one. And, yeah. and I didn't, that's why at the time my art teacher was like, you know, your artwork reminds me a lot of this artist named Frida Kahlo. You know, you love Diego Rivera. He, he was married to her and I'll bring you in her diary so you can look at it. No lie, when I saw the diary, I was like, I do not. I was kind of offended because her diary is so, it, for one, it's very personal. And then it was so Way ahead of dark. Time, right, too, right? It was so dark. So before I even knew of Frida Kahlo, honestly, I was a lot of my artwork was similar to what she was portraying in her artwork, like dreamlike things, yeah. like um, um, things that were happening in my life, but they were portrayed in a dream, more like a dreamlike. So that kind of leads into our next question. Uh, what role does your artwork play in today's society? more women empowering that's oh my god that's you know, exactly what i was yeah i i, I feel, was hoping you were gonna ask people what do you think i'm like honestly it's woman power yeah i i want to say Girl like yeah, yeah just that and yeah. i don't know if i'm doing i don't i honestly don't think i'm doing it on purpose like i mentioned before i just think the the we're just so strong and i don't ever feel like 
I ever felt that for a period in my life. And, and when I started feeling like that, and not to say, not to sound corny or cheesy or mushy-mushy, but it definitely you you just being supportive and letting me figure out who I am and letting my, me grow into who I was who I was supposed to be or whatever, um, definitely that's so empowering because um, for so long I didn't ha I didn't feel confident enough to even try and even think that I needed to be empowered for whatever reason. I'm proud of being a woman and I'm proud that I have daughters. I try and do my best to let them know that they have a voice, you know, and that what they say, whether it's something super small or something huge, that it does matter. And it's okay to feel whatever it is they're feeling. And and when Mijo is being disrespectful to Scarlett, or I'm like, I get on to him only because you shouldn't be like that to your sister, to any kind of girl, right. you know. Um, but I also want him to feel like, you know, that it's it's only because women need to be treated. It's not that. It, it's not that for at all. But I want our daughters to hear me saying that as well. Yeah. Like not to feel like they're second or or less right. than. Right. It's just the same. It's equal. We we shouldn't treat women as a label. If I see a drummer, a female drummer, I wouldn't say, "Oh, look, this is one of the best female drummers." No, I would say, "Look, this is one of the best drummers." Mm -hmm. Society itself has failed women and, and the strongest people that I've met in my life personally have all been women <laughs> my grandma my mom oh my god you um Sydney yeah they're Sydney. all been women Sydney is women. freaking strong I just can't imagine going through my life believing that I'm less than a someone else because I'm a woman or mm -hmm. because I'm a man yeah. I, I just I just cannot yeah it's unfortunate I mean I'm I'll vouch for it it's a it's a feeling that's so um, it's not, I, at least not for me, it wasn't crippling. It was more like, okay, that's my place. And, and that's so sad. And, 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 and that's why I think for when we first started together and I was just like, no, I'm not going to just cook. And that's not, that's not just my place. Like, okay, so I don't know how to cook that well, you know, oh, well, cause that was a huge issue in past relationships where it's like, Oh, it didn't work out because you don't know how to cook, and it's like. And for the record, really? I didn't care. I just no, I know that. you didn't. I know you didn't. And, we did and subway all the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Babe. Um, and another reason why I didn't want to learn how to make tortillas, and it's not because, um, oh, anybody who makes tortillas is less. It's not that. It was just because it was a part of my history that made me feel like that was the only thing I was able to do, or that I was going to be good enough to do it whenever I learned how to do it and it's really sad um, that I allowed myself because I can easily say it's this person's fault it's not that it's just and it's not even to say that I was too weak it's not that I just wasn't strong enough at the moment in my mind to really say no or, or to say I or to really voice my place where I felt and and I was still growing too that's I think that's one of the great points is that uh, women were not allowed to grow society told you listen this is the role you're gonna play i don't care how old you are or what but mm -hmm. this is the role you're gonna play yeah you're not allowed to grow mm -hmm. you're not allowed to do this or be that or, or dream big no yeah. no you're doing this you stay at home cook whatever tortillas mm -hmm. whatever the case may be that was that yeah was and props to all the women who said no who in said all no, the centuries like, or decades ago lady, before that like fuck that yeah no, yeah no we're not doing that yeah and i always ask myself every time I, I i approach a woman personally or professionally i say let me find out I, I, 
<laughs> I, I, I think to myself, not literally, but I'm like, how can I be an ally? How can I show you that I'm not going to be just that guy who stares at you, hit on you, or typical guy, I guess. I come to you. What's the first thing I do? Like, baby, what, what can I do for you? Yeah. How can I help you? Yeah. How, how can I be a help? You guys already go through so much stuff. I can't imagine walking down the street. You know that I jog yeah. often. Yeah. And have someone whistle at me or harass me. That alone scares me. Mm-hmm. Just thinking about it. Yeah. You being a woman, I can't imagine that. Yeah, it sucks. And, and it sucks. It's and, so and, cool because... And the thing is, it's not that hard for a man to really put yourself in that shoes. We will never experience what you go through. If we really think about it and stop, just, just not thinking with the right head, if you get what I mean, mm-hmm. um, and really put yourself in those shoes, you realize what you're doing. Or, in my case, you married a woman, mm-hmm. such as yourself, mm-hmm. strong independent woman mm-hmm. you realize stuff like this yeah. and it just confirmed what i thought and mm-hmm. obviously it goes deeper than that yeah. with my mom and dad and, yeah. and what i experienced mm-hmm. i'm always going to fight for women rights no mm-hmm. matter what no mm-hmm. exception yeah. they're women far superior than than society thinks if you can describe art in a personal level what would it be it's like therapy it's almost like whenever you go for a jog and your intention is to run two miles and you run three it's almost like that feeling like, man, I, I mm-hmm. overexceeded my own expectations. And that's how kind of it feels whenever not only start a painting, but finish it. It's that sense of like, wow, my poor um, Van Gogh impersonation over there, A Starry Night, has been like that since the babies came home to us. And when I finish it, it'll definitely be something very personal. Even though I have finished so many other ones, but this painting is going to definitely be super symbolic and it's going to be one that I'm going to hang in our house proudly. Not because, oh, look what I can do, but more a sense of like, yes, anything is possible. Mm -hmm. You know, that kind of feeling. What's the most common idea or theme that you base your artwork on? It's Rida. That's the common theme, even if it's not, if I'm drawing her, but just the fact that she drew... It was her pastime at first, and then it was her her love. It was actually her life. Um, Hence why, hopefully one day, if I ever have my own business with art, it's definitely going to be named Coffee with Frida. Which is? Red Bubble. It'll definitely be named Coffee with Frida because when I'm painting or drawing, it's definitely inspired from knowing her, um, her life, not even so much for her artwork anymore, but just as an individual. So that's why it's like, I'm drinking coffee with Frida. Like she's right here beside me or inspiring me. So it definitely, that is why I liked that and why in my art page, that's what it is. Coffee with Frida. Cause Mm -hmm. that's where it comes from. It's just painting and drinking coffee with Frida. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. That's so cool. That's definitely a common theme, though, to answer that. If you can pick three colors and draw the rest of your life, what would those three colors be? Blue, hands down. Blue is such a beautiful color. Yeah, hands are walls. Yes. (laughs) Blue. I always say my favorite color is red. I never wear red, but my favorite color is red, and I don't even know why. Maybe because it's my birthstone. But red is, when I'm asked that, I say red. But I really don't wear red, and I don't really, well, my lipstick. Mm-hmm. And whenever I do, it's it's kind of reddish. Anyways, it would be blue, mm-hmm. black, and white. So blue, black, and white. Yeah, those white, colors. Um, I black because it's a contrast. And from you, blue. Not from blue, just from well, really from anything. When you think of um, 
putting Shadow, contrast maybe. in anything yeah. you're thinking of the darker part of it to bring out the lighter part of it so it's it's a contrast and yeah. I, I guess black to me would be that common tie for, into for, that i don't know yeah. if that's necessarily the right that kind of makes sense because i'm looking at this drawing while i'm talking to you you just yes. described those three colors oh um, yeah there you go <laughs> yeah yeah when i when i start painting with blue it just means so many different things mm -hmm. to me um so it can mean the color of the sky the color of the water the color that the shadow or the light is casting on something mm -hmm. kind of dims out that color makes it look a little bit blue gray just blue is just so i just think it's such a beautiful color yeah. all well, shades of blue mm -hmm. and i mean you I could agree. you know it's so. really calming if, i think it can blue mean and so I many think things nature for some reason. yeah yeah i don't know yeah um just... you know that song that you wrote um Algo Azul? yes I well, love both, that song. Well, we both so, wrote it. Well, yeah, kind of, sort of. I only did thing. a few lines. I did that. Yeah, I did the, the music. Your, part, the whole but. concept of it was beautiful. It's what I feel, I guess, what a painting would express. Algo Azul. Yes. You know, I'll, I'll tag the link yes. on this. On oh, the, my gosh. On the, um, I don't know. It's just beautiful. If somebody could make an animation of that song, mm -hmm. I, I would love to see what they'd come up with because something blue it can be anything it can be flying in the sky it can be swimming in the sea Kind of complicated, complex, but mm -hmm. I think it's really interesting. So, is there any drawings that you've done based on one of the worst horrible or scariest experiences that you've gone through? Yeah. Can you explain on it? Okay. There is one painting that I did, and I actually was like surprised how detailed it was. It was mm -hmm. of a butterfly, and I remember, you know, when you think of a butterfly, you think of something like uh, going through a metamorphosis, metamorphosis or yeah, yeah. Um, just being beautiful, like rebirth. But this butterfly had all different colors in its wings, like almost the color of the rainbow, but you could vaguely see like a sad um, Can face. Can you tell us the year? 1999. 1999? Okay. Mm -hmm. Sydney was mm -hmm. like four months. Tell us what you're going through. Well, I left. Mm -hmm. I had left the relationship for, um, I would say, a week mm -hmm. at the most. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking, like, I didn't like the situation I was in. I felt kind of like, this, this, is this my life, really? Yeah. And I remember thinking, I'm going to leave so that maybe they would pay attention. And this person didn't. But I remember painting it and thinking, you know, I'm going to paint something beautiful because I, I think my life should be happy. And in this painting, there's this butterfly and then there's a dark sky, almost like storm-like, and then there's lightning going through and this figure of a girl. Um, I'm, I'm, sh I'm sure I did it of me. And it's she's in like a bubble and she's, um, instead of going towards a light, she's going towards the storm. Mm -hmm. and there's a tree in the far distance. I would say that even though this painting is so beautiful and rich in the colors that I used, it was so, I was so lost because 
again in in my paintings i'm thinking i'm doing this beautiful thing but then it's really saying something else it's Was, saying is that your way like a cry for help definitely because when yeah. i look back and see and i still have the painting when i look back and look at it i'm just thinking i wish i could go back to that girl and say what i wanted was something beautiful and what i really had was something really dark mm -hmm. and i didn't even realize it at that time mm -hmm. so but in my painting it definitely shows that there's this want for something beautiful but this this um figure in this bubble is kind of going towards or isn't it almost doesn't it just kind of looks like it's holding on to the walls of this bubble and then just kind of either staying still not knowing which way to go but it's it definitely i could say maybe the butterfly was a, a sign of you know because when you think of butterfly you think of something new life or life something beautiful and yeah. it definitely in this painting it looks like it wanted to be beautiful but it's still sad yeah and um so yeah, that was a very horrible time in my life, not because I left, but because what had happened prior to me leaving was a huge red flag. And mm -hmm. I always say this to myself, and it does, because I had already had Sydney, I always t say to myself, I wish I would have, when I left, I would have just stayed away. I mm -hmm. wouldn't have gone back. I wouldn't have been so scared of not knowing what my life was gonna be after that moment, um, if I would have stayed away. I wish, I could turn back that I do wish because the years after going back all I ever did was leave at least once a year yeah. while I was in that relationship and I wish I could it was just time wasted really the only great time I had was being Sydney's mom yeah. and um, I don't think it's a bad thing I think it's actually a good thing because she made me part of how I am today actually a huge part of why I was mm -hmm. or how I am today wanting to be a strong person so not just a strong woman but a strong person actually another one comes into mind believe it or not and I drew it thinking I was in a happy place but it's of an, a tree and the sky is kind of dark but rainbowy mm -hmm. it's got rainbow colors and it's got the ribbons Can you tell us a year the, the time frame it was a little bit I think I had already I might have still been in school, but I had already left the house and I had already gotten married. But it's, um, I'm in a wedding dress. Oddly enough, and I did not do this on purpose, but my, I'm, my figure, and it is me, my figure is fading into the sky. Even the wedding dress is faded. There's no solid color to the dress. And there's this flower, kind of like a daisy-like flower that um and i drew insignificant because it was um a fake flower that was given to me it was a fake like plastic yeah. it was given um to me as just a sign of whatever and of endearment and when i painted this i remember thinking oh i'm gonna draw myself in a wedding dress under this tree but what it's showing is that for one i'm almost disappearing mm -hmm. that's one thing yeah. And this flower is not standing up straight. This flower is actually wilting and that I think even a petal's falling off. And that's another painting that I could say I can look back and I didn't paint it with anything in my mind remembering if anything happened at the time. But the one I told you prior about the butterfly, that one I was. I actually painted it in my mom's house. I was you painting. Were capturing your actual emotion. Yes. Not the one that you were just talking about right now. That was just one that you I were... did, like probably months after I had left the house and and gotten married. Um, I want everybody to, to know that uh, this is 
it's not so much for us talking our business out there, but I want everyone to know this is what makes Stacy not only the person but the actual artist. <laughs> this is when you see her artwork, this is what you're buying or this is what you're seeing. This is what she's trying to portray. This is what she's trying. She doesn't write statuses. We, she, she don't like go on Facebook or Instagram says, oh, I feel this way. No, she does it this way. She does. She draws. She, she, she's an artist. You know, this is how she portray her, her, her life. And, and but I think it's amazing. But go ahead. I, I can you. go on and on. and no. on. But go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Finish no. the thought. Like you asked what art. I did that was symbolic to something, yeah. It would definitely be that one of the butterfly. I see your artwork like like songs. They're open into interpretation, I guess, right? Yeah, for sure, yes. For certain. Awesome, babe. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. Any uh, final thoughts or or what do you want to say? Really that I just appreciate that you sit here and hear me out. Not just on this thing but just, even just oh you just mm-hmm. you're my best friend because you just listen to me unconditionally mm-hmm. even speaking of past relationships and a lot of um people men and women can't deal with that sometimes um and i just appreciate that you're comfortable and confident enough in our relationship that it doesn't bother you at least i hope it doesn't no Okay. For the record, I don't think so. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah, it, I know it, it doesn't because we talk about stuff like this quite often. I think since our very beginning, we've always been very honest and open about how we got to where we were at when we first mm-hmm. met each other. Mm-hmm. And so um, it just feels good that it's still the same way now. Where can we find your artwork? Um, on my Instagram page, Coffee with mm-hmm. Frida, mm-hmm. or on my Facebook page, can, can Coffee with Frida. At? Oh, on... Um, on Instagram, it's at coffee.with.frida. And then on Facebook, it's just coffee with Frida. Uh-huh. And then hopefully soon, I'm going to be putting my actual physical artwork on sale on Etsy. But I still got to figure all that out still. Mm-hmm. That well, I'm seeing out. new tools here that you got from Amazon yes. today. So I'm yes. hoping to see more artwork. And thank you, honey, for buying those stuff for me. <laughs> You're certainly welcome. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. I'm excited to use those art, um, the markers especially. From an artist to an artist. Mm-hmm. I'm just playing. I'm not an artist at all. Yes, you are. Maybe a little bit. But I'm heck of a drummer. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. I can be cocky with that. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to finish my, uh, what is it? Milky Way. My chocolate. Thank you for listening and I uh, um, hope you enjoyed it. Love you, babe. Love you too. Debújame. Debújame. Aligua azul. Aligua azul.